one out of every five students report being bullied. 13% were made fun of, called names, or insulted. They were pushed, shoved, tripped, or spit on. One in five tweens have been cyberbullied. It's a problem, and it has to stop. Welcome to Bully This, a hero's journey. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Our passion is to show kids that there is life after bullying. You'll hear from former bullies and bullying victims, and you'll hear how they made their journey from troubled youth to successful adults. Welcome to Bully This, a hero's journey. Now your hosts, Tyler Copenhaver Heath and Clifford Starks. Hello and welcome to Bully This. I'm Tyler. I'm Clifford. And we're going to start today as our first episode. So you'll have to forgive us. We're you know new to this, but we're doing everything we can to do a decent job for you. Um, we want to go over, as much as I hate this Silicon Valley term, our whys. You know, there is an importance in whys in business and in life and why you would do a podcast like this. Um, so I'm going to first let Cliff go. Then I'll go into our whys. We're going to talk a little bit about the podcast. And then we're actually, as our first episode... Um, I'm going to interview my co-host here, Cliff. So, um, Cliff, what's your why? Why do you want to do this? Uh, my why is I am a fighter. I've always been a fighter. And I know there's a fighter in everybody. And uh, I just happened to find mine super early. The greatest feeling is when you utilize it appropriately. And so on my journey, I say I'm a fighter who, who fights uh, by your side. And I'll also teach you how to fight along the journey because life's a fight. It's hard, uh, but the fight can also be easy. It just comes down to learning the right strategies, the right techniques, the right process so that you can show up at, in your best light and, in your, and have your best life and uh, provide to others along the way. So that's my why. You're going to ask me what my why is? What is your why? <laughs> I thought you were just going to say it. <laughs> I have certain passions that I can't help. And there's this like, I don't even know how to describe it within me. It's deeper than a pain. It's deeper than a soul. It's deeper than a heartache. It's like there's this special component that sometimes gets struck in me. And one of the things that I'm passionate about or what bugs me or, you know, like it makes me feel a little helpless is things of a nature that, I mean, bully is a perfect word, you know, like bullying in business, bullying in life, bullying, you know, a, a dog being abused, a kid being abused. These are all bully things, right? So when I watched a documentary called Bully, I watched that documentary and I looked at it and I saw, I saw and it struck me as such a sadness deep in that part that I can't explain that I had to help somehow. And I couldn't figure out how to help. I've actually been thinking about this for about a year. And I went through this like structure of, well, maybe we can help by just getting kids in the MMA gym and that'll give them confidence. And, you know, like I even put out a, a post that said, Hey, I'll go anywhere in this country. And because it's a hard thing to do to first walk into your first MMA gym. So I'll walk you into the gym, get you a community there. They'll realize that there's extremely nice people there. You know, they're not bully type personalities, contrary to popular belief. Um, and maybe that's the answer. And then I started thinking, you know, that's not specifically the answer because not everybody's into training. Not everybody's into fitness. And so maybe the answer was more towards um, 
people finding their passions, you know, whether that be music or art or, you know, history or anything, finding that passion, finding um, a way to get into that community and then finding some purpose around that and some confidence around that. And, you know, so it was my why is struck from this feeling of helplessness. How am I going to help? I can't ride the bus with every kid. I see this documentary that just breaks my heart, you know, and it's like, I need to do something about this. So I actually reached out to one of the fathers from the documentary um, and um, we emailed back and forth. He got back to me really quickly, actually. Uh, And he talked to me about, um, or I asked him, if we developed a podcast and we showed people that were bullied and then they came from bully to doing something amazing, whether that be music or arts or history or whatever, you know, that was amazing, would it help kids? And he seemed to think so. You know, and one thing that inspired me about the guy is uh, Mr. Smiley. Smiley, I hope I didn't get that wrong. Um, one thing that inspired inspired me is he's not the type of guy that wants to be on TV. You can tell mm-hmm. he's a very salt of the earth man. You know, you could tell he's breaking out of this mold of comfort to help his kid. You know, and keep his uh, kid's name alive. And one of my biggest fears is something I'm working on this year too, you know, and, and, and that's sharing more, you know, I had a company that was very, you know, um, uh, what do you say? People thought it was pretty cool. We got offered reality shows doing it. I held back my own business, mm-hmm. you know, by not wanting to be in any sort of spotlight. So I'm breaking my own comfort level down because I think that the first step we can start to help is awareness, you know, and if we can make people aware and show them light at the end of the tunnel, then, then maybe that's half the battle. So, yeah, I love it. That's, that's an my amazing why. <laughs> <laughs> and to make impact about something you're frustrated in, right? Amen. So, um, so as our first episode, uh, Cliff is going to actually be our guest today. So, Clifford Starks, and I'm going to talk Cliff up a little bit because he's a humble guy. So, um, I know Cliff really well, so this is pretty easy to do. We've been training partners for about, I don't know. 10, 12 years, something in that manner. We've traveled Time the world. Flies, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> it does. Absolutely. We've traveled the world together. You know, I've been lucky enough to corner Cliff in some fights. Um, uh, one of the crazier experiences was going to Chechnya. Um, that was interesting. I don't even think they were allowing uh, American tourists there at the time. Yeah. They, uh, the pre- remember the president signed our visas just to get us into the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cliff and I have had quite a few experiences together. I know Cliff's heart really well. And Cliff, like me, uh, loves fitness, has a passion for people, has a heart for people. Beyond that, he's done some pretty incredible stuff in his life already. You know, uh, so um, I'm just going to skip to uh, ASU. Yeah. So kinesiology major from ASU, you know, um, inspired to help people because, uh, and you'll pardon me for saying this, you were a little bit of a heavy kid, yeah. you know, and so you wanted to help others with that, you know, weight issue, you know, and that confidence issue. Um, and that's actually pushed you into not only getting people fit physically, but fit mentally. Would you say that's absolutely and, and working with a lot of people and developing confidence and things like that. So, uh, Cliff was, a an excellent wrestler at ASU while juggling the kinesiology degree. Um, Kane Vasquez's, uh, wrestling partner, which is no easy task. Yep. If you folks aren't <laughs> MMA fans, um, maybe if you, even if you aren't, you probably know that name. He was heavyweight champion of the world. Kane's known to be an absolute animal. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been the easiest training partner, you know, yep. persevered there. Make you better? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to input anything on that? I know we talked about Kane and training yeah, with him a little bit. Um, 
uh, there's a saying, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And so uh, one thing that I always do is focus on, on going into, into whatever it is that I'm going into and, le- and taking the learning experiences along the way and sharing those learning experiences with other people, yeah. you know, to remind them that uh, they're more capable than even they know about. Yeah. You know, just stretching yourself. Totally. Out of the comfort zone. And you went in and told Trevor, you know what? I'm going to get to the UFC in a year. Yeah. And Trevor being the coach he is, he said, no way. I'm not going to swear there. But <laughs> <laughs> he said, no way. Uh, that's impossible. Not going to happen. Yeah. And the guy is a guy that kind of knows, you know, but yeah. yeah. I mean, what's great is you knew when to listen and when not, because guess what? Cliff made it to the UFC in a year. Yep. So, and then he took on some huge fights right away, which doesn't usually happen when you get to uh, the UFC. Usually they kind of build you up a little bit. Uh, Cliff, first fight, Ed Herman, or was that second fight? No, that was the second fight. Okay. So the first fight was uh, Dustin Jacoby. Oh, yeah. Another good fighter. Again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the hero's journey? A little bit. Okay. So the hero's journey is based on a uh, book. That was written by Campbell and Campbell. Basically, he uh, he studied all these fables throughout the world and he found these similarities in these fables. You know, it didn't matter whether it was from an African culture, from a European culture, from a uh, Asian culture. There was similarities to these stories and these stories are deeply psychologically ground in us. And so the book, A Hero of a Thousand Faces, hits on this warrior's journey, the theme that matches and is most psychologically impactful for every member of the world today. Because we have this deep ancestral understanding of this type of story. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is the same story we're going to tell here. Yeah. Awesome. In a way. Yeah. So we're going to go on the hero's journey. And the hero's journey starts, and we'll develop this as we go along through the podcast series, but the hero's journey starts with this kick of initiative that puts you on a different path. And sometimes that kick of initiative is good mm-hmm. and sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And in this case, as much as you and I are positive people, we're going to focus on some bad. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the subject of bullying. And we're going to talk about the stories that will be relatable to the kids about your experience with bullying. Yeah. So I would like you to disclose some some of this insight into what it was like to be bullied and some stories so the kids can really understand like, hey, this Clifford guy, yeah. he's a badass. But understand that he was once where you were. I was, uh, I may have been three at the time, uh, but I know for sure I remember what happened when I was four. Uh, I remember glimpses uh, of certain things that happened when I, when I was younger though. And that was, I remember wanting to get on this Ghostbuster ride, right? And I was afraid. I was scared to get on the Ghostbuster ride. And I asked my dad if he would get on the Ghostbuster ride with me. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't. And I, I remember just not getting on that Ghostbuster ride. And what's so crazy, you know, fast forward to where I'm at now, I would have loved to take that, that kid, you know, my younger self yeah. on that Ghostbuster ride because I will never know what was there. Sure. I, don't, I never, I never got the opportunity to face it. Yeah. And, uh, my own dad didn't get, get on there with me to help me face it. Mm-hmm. And it hurt. Sure. You know, it hurt. Um, so I remember that moment. 
And I also remember him driving away. And I mean, driving away where he didn't come back. Yeah. You know, and I, I knew he wasn't coming back. And I actually remember, and this was when I was four. I remember telling my mom that he wasn't coming back. And my mom would, would say, oh, he'll, he'll come and visit you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. I knew. I knew. Yeah. Uh, I was very good at reading energy uh, at a very young age. And I don't want to get too woo-woo with people. But I, going through my journey, I've, I'm realizing my talents and my gifts. Yeah. Uh, one of those talents is the ability to, to read energy. And uh, yeah, I knew he wasn't coming back. And I had a decision to make yeah. on that day. And so I made the decision of the world's a scary effing place. And you got to do your best to survive in it. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I really want you to tell a story that will hit home to a kid like Alex Libby uh-huh. from the documentary uh, Bully. Here's a kid, nice kid, you know, really nice kid. He gets on the bus and they're stabbing him with pencils, pu- punching him. You know, his parents don't even know what's going on. His uh-huh. sister was not so nice to him either. This kid is taking every beating he can take in life, you yeah. know. What can you say about where you were to make him understand that you were that kid on the bus at one point too? Yeah. So I call that uh, the dark place. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's a place where it's so dark because you're just trying to survive and you don't even know how to do that. Yeah. Because you don't have any anchors. Yeah. Right. And without any anchors, uh, life can become such a slippery slope. And just as you talk about that person who, who lets that rock fall on, on top of them, right? And smashes them and crushes them. Uh, they're in that position. And then they're just asking the question, like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, um, I got this rock on me. Yeah. But what was that rock? I just wanted to be safe. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. Yeah. So my, my number one concern was like, okay, how do I get safe? When my biological dad drove away, I knew it was up to me yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. So I was given a gift because yeah. I saw it as such. And saying like, okay, so I, I know what it feels like to be safe and I know what it feels like not to be safe. Yeah. You know, in that moment, I had a decision to make and I was afraid because I didn't know what was next. I had a dad that was gone. Well, dad's gone and that like kids can be mean too, right? Yeah. Especially with difference, yeah. you know? And so now I, I knew like, okay, I'm getting picked on. I don't like the way this feels. Mm-hmm. What can I do? Yeah. And then I start start critically thinking yeah it was interesting uh going through my journey i thought everyone did that <laughs> i thought like this is life this is what you get think through it yeah think through it and so you talk about your your heart being your most powerful muscle and it is our most powerful muscle um but our mind is so powerful too our mind is so you know? powerful yeah and so i've always used my mind and I, I get it, like, the inspiration is so built in me that I, I go into that space and I go into that state. That's, 
that's the world I know because I, I, it's not when you practice it when life's hard. It's when you, or when it's, when it's easy, it's when you practice it when life is hard. Yeah. And so what I will say is I do know that dark place. Yeah. Um, I do know that lost feeling. I do know all of that stuff. And I know it because I know what it feels like to get picked on. Yeah. I know what it feels like when, when people are using your words against you. Yeah. Or making it sound like you're something that you're not. Yeah. Or telling you that you're something that you're not. And it feels heavy. Yeah. Very heavy. It feels like a weighted sandbag on your, your back, your ankles, your wrist, everything. Because it's so got it you afraid great. to even go to school and things like that. Things that you yeah. have to do in life. You yeah. have to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, it's a very, very heavy feeling. Yeah. I mean, you got to hand it to kids like Alex. Most people will never be that brave in life. You know, as much as he's taken a beating on the, the bus, he still gets on the damn bus every day. You know, that's a lot of courage. Yeah. More courage than somebody that grows up a bully with confidence will ever have in their entire life. Yeah. You know, and so I really want to get into the, I'm so excited for the therapist to come on next yeah. week because I had a chance to talk to her and she's awesome. You know, and so, and I really uh, want to go into some of this stuff more, but how to find that bad stuff happens in life, right? You know, you and I, as much as we're so close, him and I are actually six hours apart birthdays. Yeah. And we're really close and uh, in our minds. But one way that we're polar opposites is Cliff is ultimate positive guy. <laughs> and uh, I'm not, it's not, I'm not a negative. And Cliff, you can vouch for this. I'm not yeah. a negative person. I'm always positive. It's very rare that you'll accept in pictures uh, that you won't see me smiling. Yeah. You know, I love people, you know, and so, um, but I've had a lot of painful things happen in life that I don't understand. And these things happen to everybody. I use that to fuel me. I use that anger, that pain. You'll never see it on the outside. I'm stoking the chimney inside. And I use that to get to where I want to be. You know, my bullies were not kids. My bullies were teachers. My bullies were, was the principal, you know. I had a father who was incarcerated, you know, that automatically made me some kid that was going to be, you know, following dad. In fact, the stat on that's like 95% of kids whose parents went to jail, their kids are going too, you know? Yeah. So, and here's these people in my life and they're telling me I'm stupid. I'll never amount to anything. You know, you're going to be just like your dad. You're going to be in there together, you know? And so, and at a kid's age, and I talked to this, talked to the therapist a little bit about this too. Like, cause I didn't know whether to bring this stuff up, you know, because we're ta we're, we're trying to help kids that are getting bullied by kids. But I realized there's more than that. I, I've been talking to a lot of people uh, when we're talking to guests or would be guests about they've been bullied by their parents. You know, they've been bullied by adults. Yeah. They're, they're getting bullied right now in their workplace, you know? And so, um, so I think there's a lot of complexity to this. You know, yeah. and um, and so what I get at with this is if you have to use pain, you know, use some pain and we'll talk to the therapist to make sure I'm not giving, you know, beyond it works for me. You know, <laughs> so like I use that anger and, you know, I was afraid as hell to go to college. Mm -hmm. I thought I was stupid. I would like I was I had to, you know, I was very nearly a high school dropout, too. So it wasn't like I was winning the world there. You know, I've, I saw more value back then in a full time job. 
you yeah. know, and that's what I thought my destiny was. Yeah. And um, so I get to college. I have to start in all the most basic of classes. Mm-hmm. And what I found was I was actually doing really well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't this stupid person that everybody told me I was. Yeah. And so my biggest flip off to my old teachers and stuff, I'm like, what is the most complex degree I can think of? What's the biggest worded degree? You know, like I'm going to go get that. <laughs> and biochemistry, that was yeah. it. So that was what set me on my path to biochemistry and getting a degree in biochemistry. Mm-hmm. So little did I know I would absolutely love it because that nerdy brain of mine just absorbs uh, science like no other. Like I find science and fitness and everything else. But I digress. What I really wanted to get to with that was talking to the therapist. There's different types of bullying, right? There's this like adults, kids, you know, things like that. But beyond that, you were a big kid growing up. Yeah. Like a big boy. And you've had the power all along to fight off those bullies. Mm -hmm. It took getting the confidence to be able to do that. But now you got the other side of the coin. You got a kid like Alex Libby. Alex, don't take this the wrong way. You are not a monster like Cliff was. Cliff was a caged monster in his own head. So with Alex, he's not a big guy. You know, I would, and you and I, what's interesting about us, as much as we like training and as much as we like MMA, we don't solve our problems with fighting. Mm -hmm. It's a skill that we have, but you and I would never solve a problem with it, you know? We meet somebody on the street, you know, and they're doing something wrong. Yours and I's first instinct would not be, I'm going to fight this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the thing too. It's, you know, it's like, there's that, you got to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And the therapist will weigh on this more, but that doesn't mean fighting. Yeah. That doesn't mean fighting the bully on the bus. I mean, yeah. would you, what do you think about that? Yeah. Like I look at. The word fighting is, is such a beautiful word to me mm-hmm. because we can, we can fight with this. We can fight with this, these ears. We can fight with our mouth. We can fight with our thoughts. Yeah. Right. And so um, one, one skill that you're talking about, one that I like to use personally is negotiation. Yeah. I'm not here to like, I just have nothing to prove to anybody. Yeah. I've already proven enough. And then some. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I had a friend of mine being a jackass. Uh, he's bumping into this guy at a bar. And the guy's like, what are you doing? He's like, what? You got a problem? And my friend's being an idiot. Mm-hmm. He's bullying this guy. Yeah. Right. So the guy's like, yeah, I do have a problem. And my friend goes, well, you're going to have to take it up with me and my, my UFC fr- uh, fighter friend over here. So he automatically roped you into this. Yeah. Okay. Points, points towards me. Yeah. Now, the guy can't possibly even beat me, mm-hmm. but he's going to fight us both. He's <laughs> yeah. triggered. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's enraged. Yeah. So he's like, F it. I'll fight both of you then. Yeah. And then I go, all right. My friend is being an absolute idiot right now. And I apologize. Can I buy you a drink? That's what I said. Yeah. And so the guy goes, you're a cold (laughs) shots on me. And so we take a situation. Yeah. 
and we turned it into something that was completely different. Yep. And that's that's what life's about. And I slapped my friend upside the head, like, dude, yeah, don't be that way. Mm-hmm. Like that's stupid. Yeah. And I don't hang out with people who are like that. So what are you doing? They're like, I know, I'm sorry, I was being an idiot. Like, yeah, you were. Don't do that anymore. And so it's important that we all keep each other in check. See, part of the thing, it's the checks and balance system. Yeah. Society's going to do what's comfortable to society. So the therapist and I were talking, uh-huh. and what was striking, interesting in my head, and what goes along with what, your story is the outside, right? And even in the warrior's journey, not to be a nerd and always bring that back in, but the warrior's journey has an advisor. And by the way, if you're wondering what the warrior's journey is in the clearest depiction to picture it in your head, think of Star Wars. Star Wars is actually built on the warrior's journey. So Obi-Wan comes in, right? And he guides Luke Mm -hmm. on his journey. So think of that. That's an outside force coming in, right? And you were an outside force coming into this conversation and you changed it. Yeah. So you know what's interesting? And and this is a game that I like to play with people. Um, The sheepdog, the sheep, Mm -hmm. and the wolf. What if all three of those reside in every single one of us? What I totally to believe choose? that. Yeah. What if we get to choose? We do you choose. Know, I'm going to be the sheepdog. I'm going to be the wolf. Yeah. I'm going to be the sheep. We do choose. But just like anything else, where you start is a longer journey for others. Right? The that's, start that's for I love. That's what I love. I, I know. Think you're 100% yeah. right about that. Because <laughs> some yeah. of us start. You were the wolf. As a kid, or excuse me, you you were <laughs> you could have been the sheepdog, you could have been the wolf, or you could have been the sheep. Yeah, and I don't take this the wrong way. You were the sheep. Mm. You know, you could have easily been the other two, but it took some life experiences and some. What do you want to say? I mean, you got into football and wrestling later. I'm sure that developed some courage and some uh, um, confidence. Yeah. You know, and then you pushed through this journey yeah. a little bit more. I know you're not a bully towards the sheepdog, I'm sure. Yeah. Because you're still that type of guy that's not going to allow bullying to happen. Yeah, 100%. Um, There's a picture where where a kitten is looking at him in a mirror and it sees a lion. Yeah. Right? I love that picture. And so the, the game that I've always played, it didn't matter what I was. It mattered what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I did stutter. Yeah. I didn't get picked up. Yeah. I didn't see that though. If you hadn't been through what you'd went through, if I hadn't went through I what I'd went through, if we wouldn't have been entrepreneurs, if we wouldn't have gotten into training, we wouldn't be sitting at this table right now. Mm-hmm. Right? I could be in jail. You could be dead. You know, you never know in yeah. life. Right? Yeah. But all these connecting the dots, going through these hardships, you know, uh, going to school, building confidence, you know, that's what brings us here today. And hopefully it's going to make some sort of impact. And none of that made sense while it was happening, right? We didn't think as, you know, when my principal was telling me years ago, you know, that like, you're never going to mount to nothing. Did I think it would lead to a heart for kids no. being bullied someday? No. And if I've learned anything, you know, talking to people about the bullying subject. I'm trying to immerse into it as much as possible, you know, so I'm understanding it. I'm learning that the biggest thing is we need to talk about it. 
you know, we talk about, so one of the things that's my, I don't know, my favorite mental deal in life is we talk about the um, biological food chain. Mm-hmm. And everybody's familiar with that from grade school. Even I paid attention, you know, <laughs> on, that one, on that day. But we have the fly. And the fly is eaten by the frog. And the frog is eaten by the wolf. And the wolf is eaten by, you know, whatever. So we have this cycle, food chain cycle, right? But then we pull one facet of the food chain out and the whole thing's destroyed. I call it a collateral nature. And we've made collateral such a bad word. But I love the word collateral. The collateral impact of things. So what's the collateral impact of awareness? What's the collateral impact of love? Put those in the chain, right? Because when we're talking about bullying, we know it leads to really awful events. You know, yeah. some of the worst events that's ever happened in this world. You know, the Nazis were bullies. Yeah. You know, like these are, this is a horrible chain of events. So how do you stop this collateral impact of things? Yeah. It's interesting because sometimes to stop it, it actually has to happen. Yeah. You know, how do you become aware of something if it's never happened? True. And so I look at... um I'm thankful for everything that's ever happened in my life. You know, my, my biological leaving, um, my real dad staying. Yeah. Um, my mom supporting me in the way that she could. Yeah. Me understanding things through my perspective lens in the way that I could. Yeah. Me going through my process and essentially looking at the stars backwards. Yeah. And saying, oh, well, here's the chain of events. Yep. And this is what happened and, and this is the result. And wow, what a beautiful thing. I mean, I think that's wonderful. And we'll get a lot more chance to talk about this through the, the series. But um, uh, so I want to mention next week we'll have um, Jessica on. She's a therapist. Um, I'm really excited for her to come aboard. I haven't even told you about this. But she started out um, and she was trying to um, work in prisons with mass shooters and understand the psychology around what happened. And what she realized I hope she's okay with me saying this, is that was a, a, that was a little too far down the road. What are you going to do to help at that point? That person's incarcerated. You know, they've done their mass shooting, you know. So she had to... I, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, Jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's already too late to do something. Yeah. Like if you're already in the arm bar, you're already in the rear naked choke or you're already in the thing, it's like too little, too late. That's, that's a great point. I mean, and she, so she wanted to go back to the the start, the start of the problem, which is kids. So now she's been working with kids and bullying and she's going to come in next week and she's going to talk to us about the best way to work with the guests to get the most impact and value to people listening to this program. So it's really exciting, you know, like I'm, I'm excited to have uh, her on. So that's next week. Um, we're still filling up the guest roster, by the way. And so uh, we're going to preload some episodes and then start releasing them. So if you're somebody that wants to be on the show um, and talk about your journey, your hero's journey, um, then uh, we'd love to have you on. You know, we have some really interesting people in the lineup. And like I said, it's not just about fighters, you know, um, Cliff and I are in that immersed in that community. So we tend to know a lot of those guys. Um, so we'll have some on, but even like fitness people, um, I've been talking to a couple of those musicians yeah. love to have an artist on, you know, I want, I want to talk about how to find confidence in communities and things, you know, yeah. 
how to first awareness and then community. Cause the, you're a lot less likely when you don't feel alone. And it's hard for parents, even good parents, you know, it's hard for even good parents to fill that space, you know, especially as a kid. A kid wants a friend, wants a couple friends, wants to feel, you know, this. And I get that. That's where that special spot in my heart, you know, gets me is like, I get that helplessness, you know, but that makes me so sad when you get to the helplessness point where you don't want to be on the planet anymore. Yeah, big time. I'll tell you. um, So going through through my journey. I didn't realize because I I'm I have this polarizing. I have a look, right, and I have a title, mm-hmm. and people see the look and the title. The thing that makes my coaching on another level, I'm relatable. Yeah, and so when pe- when people like, well, and that's do- what you're doing these days. Yeah, yeah. Like how do, how do you relate to this? Yeah, we're all going to step into our arena. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. And whether that's being the best musician that you can be, the best basketball player, the best artist, the best teacher, the best coach, the best whatever it is you're looking to be. Ultimately, it's about getting your edge. That's what I help people do is get their edge. That's perfect. I think that's a good spot to end it. Thanks for watching episode one. Uh, Like I said, next week will be uh, episode two with the therapist. um, And then we'll continue the lineup from there. Um, I hope this helped. I hope it does help somebody. You know, we're going to uh, compile resources along the way. Uh, we're going to add those to the website so you have people to reach out to. Um, I get the problem and I get that this problem, if not stopped, can call us collateral impact down the road. So let's make the collateral positive instead of negative. Amen. All right. Thanks. You've been listening to Bully This, a hero's journey. The effects on kids that are bullied are many increased risk for depression anxiety sleep difficulties lower grades and dropping out of school it's a real problem and that's why we created this show we're acutely aware of the pain shame and damage that bullying causes and our passion is to help kids and families to know that there is always help that there is always a solution we hope you've gotten some useful information from the show make sure to like rate and review and we'll be back soon but in the meantime find us on facebook at bully this a hero's journey take care and we'll see you next time